0: To the next Up Podcast. Been a long awaited wait, but we are finally back. And this time we're gonna go over some MLB news. And right now the trade deadline is cooking. We have a lot of players going to new homes and a lot of prospects going to new organizations. So I'm Nathan here as always with Caleb. And we're just gonna jump right into all the news that we got. So the first story we're going to go over is these Max Scherzer and Trade Turner Trade Runners. Um, as of right now, uh, earlier today, about four hours ago, it looked like Max Scherzer was going to go to the San Diego Padres, but it's turned out that the Padres seem to be slipping away from acquiring Max Scherzer, and now the Dodgers are apparently becoming the front runners. Not only Max Scherzer, but Trey Turner. So, um, I mean, Kayla, wh- what do we think about this?
1: Uh, this is definitely uh, something big here. Uh, I think everyone was kind of waiting for this um, for about for about a couple weeks now, as as the deadline approached that the Nats were going to get rid of Scherzer um, and kind of move on with their future. But I think the biggest thing is the turn of events here, um, just within hours, I and mean, we you know. About two or three hours ago, we're thinking the Padres are in a lot for for Scherzer. They had all the pieces that they were willing to give up. And this was about to become a, a super team rotation in, in San Diego. And then now it seems like the Dodgers have kind of thrown in some sweeteners there and, and changed the ear a little bit for uh, for Washington.
0: I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I mean... The whole the thing that's most shocking about this to me is this whole Trey Turner, uh, like coming up in his trade talks. I didn't think that the net would try to move on from Trey Turner. I mean, Trey Turner's still fairly young. Um, I'm pretty sure he has a couple years of team control left. Um, so that that's kind of a head scratcher to me, but I mean, the Max Scherzer thing makes sense. Sure he has a year or two left on his contract. He's getting, I think he's, what, 36, 35. Could be even older. I mean, I mean, the Nationals are not, obviously, they're not doing too hot, so they could use a little bit of help in the farm system as well since their farm system ranks, you know, close to dead last. I mean, they don't really have any top prospects. I mean, their last good prospect was Juan Soto, and since then, they've been kind of just searching for prospects to, you know, eventually build up and go up to the majors. Um, The reason why I think the Dodgers have taken the first place spot is, I'm looking at reports. I mean, of course, we're not going to say that this is true. These are just rumors that are being thrown around. Um, The Dodgers are apparently willing to give up their top prospect, uh, Kerbert Ruiz, He's a catcher. He's like the number one prospect in the Dodgers' farm system. I'm pretty sure he's like top five overall. Um, I mean, he's MLB ready. If the Nats acquire him, he'll probably be up in the majors. Um, And apparently, Josiah Gray, the top pitching prospect for the Dodgers, is apparently also part of the deal. Um, I mean, he's top prospect, uh, pitching prospect in the Dodgers organization. I'm pretty sure he's about top thirty be overall prospect. so i mean nationals they'll get a pretty good haul for max um, scherzer and trade turner if the trade does go through um but i mean i'll you know these are all just rumors we don't know at the moment i mean it's possible that scherzer could still go to the padres we don't know but um we're gonna move on to trades that are actually you know, through they've actually been you know, done I think we got to start with the Yankees. Um, I mean, the Yankees just blew up social media uh, last night going into today. Um, we're going to talk about the player they uh, uh, got last night, uh, Joey Gallo from the Texas Rangers, and I mean, the Rangers got a pretty good haul for Gallo. Um, we're looking at uh, six prospects got traded to the Rangers, and all the prospects that got traded to the Rangers are all apparently, like, raking in the minors. I'm um, pretty sure it's four position players, two pitchers. I mean, it's it's insane on well, what is just happening. I mean, apparently, um, some of the prospects are, um, we got infielders, Ezekiel Duran, Josh Smith, Trevor Halver, right-handed pitcher Glenn Otto. We got a couple out. We got another outfielder, Everson Piera. And we also got a righty. He's a starter, but he's more looking like a relief pitcher at the moment. Uh, Randy Vasquez. I mean, all these guys are doing really well in the minor leagues. And, I mean, they could be up in will be in no time. Um, not all of them, because some of them are, you know, they're still pretty young. They're still in, like, single A, double A. But, I mean, two of these, two of these guys are just raking in triple A, and they could be up organization in no time. Um I mean I'm just wondering like Caleb what do you what does this mean for the Yankees? I think this is a big this is a
1: big power move for the Yankees. I mean you're thinking about where they are right now, they're mediocre, they're third of the day at least right now. And they're not producing to you know the Yankees level. You know when we're thinking about the Yankees route. Guy that they are going to be at the top every year and now you know they're they're back to being mediocre and, and they've been the past couple of years they've been on the brink of another world series but they haven't been getting over the hump i think the big question is here yeah they got gallo and they've got risen now two very good power hitters very solid hitters in their lineup now to an already very solid lineup but i think the big part is they haven't gone after any pitching and that has been a serious problem with the Yankees this season. Obviously with Garrett Cole, but, you know, after Garrett Cole, it, it's been very sluggish and then the bullpen's been unreliable. If they want to push for the World Series, their their pitching situation's got to get a little bit better.
0: I mean, I agree because, I mean, I'm, I am a little biased here. I am a Yankee fan. But um, these past, I'd say about two to three years, Every time we've almost made it to the World Series, the reason why we don't make it is pitching. Our pitching doesn't show up in game five or six. Um, I mean, Aroldis Chapman uh, just isn't clutching the playoffs. He constantly blows saves. I'm just, I mean, but the thing is, you also got to remember other than Max Scherzer and possibly Danny Duffy, there hasn't been a lot of good. Pitching prospects on the trade block or nine prospects.
1: Well, I think you look at it into just this year alone how important pitching has been. You know, I mean, we're talking way before the whole, you know, sticky substance situation went on in the MLB this year. But just pitching as a whole now is is way more important. You just think about you know how higher rate you know home runs and hits and RBI's have gone up over the years. But now the pitching is sort of everything. All comes back down to pitching. Every World Series team always has a solid pitching rotation. It's without pitching, you're not winning. And that has obviously been the the downfall of the Yankees here in the past couple of years. They they get to where they want to be, but then the pitching does not show up when they need them.
0: And I agree. Um, I don't really know what the Yankees should do, because, um, like I said, other than Max Scherzer, Danny Duffy, and probably Brad Han there hasn't really been any like relief pitching or starting pitching on the trade block this year that makes you go, "Hey, like we really well, need to go get that guy." As
1: a Yankees fan, you also like you said, you can't be real mad at the Yankees because there isn't a. A big name out there they they can go get out of the max Rizzer, or but or you know brian hen or danny duffy you know the, there isn't that there are those relievers i mean they've been pretty much starters i think their starting situation is great yeah. but it's that bullpen they really need to work on but you know like there hasn't been it's not there and if it's not there you know you, you can't take it so but i think it's a yankees fan i think what you take from this from these uh, from Gallo and Rizzo I think what you take from it is the Yankees aren't giving up on this season yet obviously you know the question of the manager position you know with Aaron Boone you know the the struggles this year you know most Yankees fans when they get when they get to where this mediocre level and you know when your expectations are really high for this team you kind of give up I I think the Yankees Big time power move here kind of lets everybody know that hey, we're still in this and we're still fighting for the playoffs. And you know, and ultimately, the ultimate goal to win a title. I mean, yeah,
0: and you're also right with that because I mean, let's take a look at the AL East right now. Orioles, they're, they haven't been in the pitcher since opening day. So, Orioles, not a competition. You got the Red Sox, who, I mean, they're running away with it at the moment. I mean, Red Sox look really good this year, which is pretty surprising since they kind of downgraded when it comes to, like, talent-wise. And you got the Tampa Bay Rays, who they just traded away one of their top relievers, so who knows what they're doing. I mean, if you look at this situation, you got, oh, I mean, and you also got the Blue Jays, but I mean... They're they're still young, they're still developing. They they got some time. So if you're the Yankees, you gotta start winning, like especially like these next couple seasons, because because you know eventually the Blue Jays, Vlad Guerrero, Bo Bichette, Cavon Biggio, all these guys are gonna you know become stars or superstars, and they're gonna give you a run for their money. <clears throat> so with this move, I mean. It it just shows it shows everybody that you you can't sleep on them. I mean, this has just
1: came in. The Dodgers are finalizing a deal to acquire Scherzer and Turner from the Nationals. This just happened within seconds ago. Whoa,
0: so the deal is podcast
1: is being finalized. I guess we have to go back to this. We we can't ignore
0: this. We have to go back to this. I mean, I was going to continue on, but no, we can't.
1: This just comes in. This is big for the Dodgers. We're looking at two teams, two really different teams right now. You talk about the Nationals. Two years ago, they were the world champions, and then now all of a sudden they're doing the two best guys or out the door, you know. But you think – and then look at the Dodgers. The Dodgers, who won last year, obviously the World Series, they're building to be even better now than they already were. But how about the? How about, let's throw the Padres back in the mix here. How was it a big blow to the Padres? Not only did they lose in the Scherzer sweepstakes, their rivals end up getting. Plus, they got Trey Turner, which I mean, when when Corey Seager's come back,
0: I mean, you know, and they're going to probably move move Turner to second base. My phone is blowing up right now. I got a ton of National fans texting me. They're they're not happy right now. I can tell you that right now. This is wow. I mean I I don't well, know. I what think to say. the big
1: thing I think the big thing of a Nationals fans is I think everyone in the past couple weeks knew that Scherzer was, was out the door. You know, this was something that was coming. But yeah. Trey Turner being thrown in the mix here is a definitely big blow to organization you know obviously they still got they still, they still got a couple good guys left and, and plus Juan Soto of course but wow I mean I don't I, I don't mean, even know what to say at this point I think that the Dodgers really just up the ne- to the next level to try to take this the division here in the NL West I mean I got to show
0: you details right here we'll go into it right now and earlier in the podcast the rumors that I said were apparently true So, we have, this is the full-on details, we have the Los Angeles Dodgers are finalizing a deal to acquire Max Scherzer and Trey Turner from the Nationals in exchange for number one prospect, Herbert Ruiz, number two prospect, Josiah Gray, and two mid-range prospects, which means... Most likely two young guys, probably like 21, who they're in Double A right now, doing pretty good. I mean, it'll probably be a couple years till we see them in MLB. But I mean, wow. Um, I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, if you're the if you're the Dodgers, I mean, this is.
1: Well, this is an absolute win for them right now because the Dodgers sitting at second. You got the Padres, you know, right on your tail at the bottom, and then you're chasing the Giants, which, I mean, we weren't expecting
0: to be chasing right now. You did. Yeah, the Giants were supposed to be god-awful this year, and they're somehow the best team in the West. Exceeding see the expectations. So now the Dodgers is the reigning
1: champions and wanting to defend. You know, you got to add a little bit more firepower, but,
0: man, did they just get it? <laughs> Yeah, this is live on the podcast. That is crazy. I mean, I just want to get into the. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about what the you know how this trade works out for both teams. So you got the Nationals. Um, they have pretty good catchers, but they don't really have a long-term catcher. Um, so Kerber Ruiz fits. You know that that really helps their farm system. And like I said earlier, Nationals' farm system is pretty bad. So this this makes their farm system like 10 times better. They get the two top prospects in their farm system. Um, I mean, so, yeah, you just look at it. You got Cabrera Weez, who's most likely their future catcher. Uh, Josiah Gray. I mean, this guy just pumps gas. He's real. He has a nice, filthy, uh, filthy changeup, I'm pretty sure. I mean, he... He's If he's not in the MLB this year, he'll be there next year. Uh, Same with Kerber Ruiz. I mean, these guys are ready to go. Um, I mean, and Josiah Gray fits uh, the Nationals as well because, I mean, you're getting rid of Max Scherzer. So you're going to need a top prospect pitcher to eventually come up and replace. I mean, it's going to be hard to replace somebody like Max Scherzer. But you're going to need somebody to at least fill that hole. I don't have anything to say because this is just. I think this is wow. a big. I think with
1: the saddest part is. I think this is a big step back for the Nationals. Now with the you know with the Mets and the Phillies kind of taking over the NL East, this is a very very huge step back to where they were two years ago when they won it all.
0: Yeah, I mean that's why it's so. Crazy I wouldn't
1: say the front office has truly given up yet and ready to rebuild. But I think this is a situation where I think they're in a reload situation. I believe, you know, with the, with the prospects that they're getting and and maybe some, you know, future accusations, in the, you know, later on, you know, in the offseason and, and into next year, I think in the next couple of years, I mean, this is very bold. I, I think we could see another, you know, deep playoff run for the Nationals. But I think it's it's going to start in that front office. They're going to have to make huge huge deals and plays coming in they're on their side if they're gonna come back from what
0: just happened you know moments ago I mean I, I just don't get the Trey Turner situation I, I don't get how he got thrown into this I mean you got a guy who is not only a utility guy but he's one of the best bats in baseball right now um, especially in the NL He's I believe he's he's getting close to thirty, but I don't think he's thirty yet. I mean I'm pretty sure he has a couple years of team control left. And I mean the nationals got the money. So how do you just let go of Trey Turner? Like if you're letting go, like to me, Trey Turner being a part of this trade doesn't seem like a re a retooling to me. It just seems like a it seems like a you know, a blow up. Like it seems like the Nationals are like they're done.
1: Yeah. And I and I fully understand where you're coming from here. I think there's something that we're not seeing and what's not being talked about. Obviously with Trey Turner, I mean this is a huge, you know. I mean surprise. I mean who would have thought Trey Turner would be? I mean for one, Max Scherzer, we didn't really think he was going to the Dodgers anyway. The Dodgers just came out of nowhere within the last couple hours. Yeah, know. it's like as
0: soon as the report but came out about the Padres,
1: like Dodgers, we're like, All but right. you got to think about this. What sold the Nationals to put Trey Turner in here? I mean, the Dodgers really had to put in some kind of sweetener, obviously with all these prospects. I mean, the two top prospects
0: in baseball, but I still don't understand how...
1: But but who's the guy that they're looking for is really what had... The Dodgers were like, here, we want Scherzer straight up. We're going to give you this, this, and this probably... And then there was there was somebody that probably the Nationals really wanted, probably probably the catcher. That's probably who they wanted, the number one guy in, in baseball right now. And then Dodgers like, hey, you got to have to give up Trey Turner for that one, and you know, it, just, and I guess it seemed right for the Nationals. And you know, in, in our minds,
0: this is why, how, and why. I mean, it's not really a why. It's just like, okay, so. The way I'm seeing it is the Dodgers probably just wanted Scherzer at first. And they were like, hey, we'll give you Josiah Gray and like two other prospects, you know, or one other prospect for Scherzer. And, you know, they were maybe the Nationals were like, "Okay, well, we really want Kerber Ruiz. And maybe the Dodgers, you know, like you said, were like, well, Trey Turner. I mean, we've heard I mean, Trey Turner has been on the, you know, he's been on the rumor mill. So, I mean, this isn't a huge surprise, but, like, I didn't. I thought it was rumors. Like, I i really did not believe that Trey Turner would get traded. Um,
1: I, got a, I got a quick question for you, Nate. So, what does this mean, actually, for, you know, West? Are the West? Are the Padres, you know, are, are, do they even have a chance right now? I, I mean, mean, obviously... just
0: traded for Adam Frazier, like, a few days ago, who is... I mean, right now, like as a
1: playoff standing six, Padres and the Dodgers are the two wild card teams right now. If the season ended today, you got the one game series between the Dodgers and the Padres, where it takes all, loser goes home.
0: Question is, is who wins that who series? Wins? After who this wins? Who
1: wins? And you've seen how crazy those series have been all year long between the Dodgers and the Padres. You know, nobody has an edge. It's been very even all year long. I think we're we in for a really exciting NL playoff, NL side playoffs this year, it's, it's, and especially it's if... Too, like I think everybody wants wants to see this wild card game. I think this is what people want to see. I mean, yeah. these two teams going at it. And I mean, who do you start now? Who who's going to start that game?
0: Do you throw Kershaw or do you throw Scherzer? Or I mean, like, Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, <laughs> like. People aren't talking about how the Dodgers literally have, out of their five, like, five-man pitching staff, all five could be an ace on any other team. And you're
1: talking about the Padres. Do you throw throw Darvish? Do you throw Musgrove? I mean, do do you throw Snell? Blake Snell has had a very off year, but showed up in the playoffs last year. You know, if he finds that energy towards the end of the season and he shows up in the playoffs like he did last year, I mean, I don't, I don't know. This is going to be very fun here at the end. I just wanted to throw that in there with with the Dodgers making the trade here. They really put a huge blow on the Padres. I believe. I think if you're a Padres fan, you you gotta be very, very scared. Yeah. Of the of the
0: Los Angeles Dodgers right now. I. No, To me, the team that really needs to be scared is the team that's sitting in first place in the NL West right now, the San Francisco Giants. Because they haven't made any trades. And you're sitting here watching your two division rivals who are, are basically like only like five games back combined behind you. Acquiring superstar after superstar. And you guys are sitting here, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. The team they got right now, it's great. But like do we really think the Giants and like a thirty six year old Buster Posey is gonna beat out the Dodgers and the Padres in the playoffs? That's the great
1: thing about baseball. It seems like in baseball every every year it changes. If you could have the you know the best team in the league and and it means nothing once you like get a to a get the playoff like,
0: time. Uh, yeah, like the and Giants the same being thing, good this year just shows you like the D-backs could be good next year. Like it's, we talked about,
1: we talked about the Rays
0: last year. We would
1: would never thought the Rays would be a World Series team last year, and look where they got. And,
0: and the yeah. same thing
1: with it like got could happen with the Giants. I think the Giants could very well do the same thing. I think they they have what it takes. You know, I think right now they're relying on faith of their team to, you know, to to make it all the way. You know, obviously the the Dodgers are. Are being who they are in the big market in LA and and getting what they need to power. up. I think the Dodgers, man. I think and right now there's no stopping them. If if this if Scherzer works out, this trade out,
0: makes them the favorites in my opinion. Oh yeah, for sure it does. You, uh, who who else would be your favorite right now?
1: Like if you you got you the best three,
0: like the top three favorites right now. You got Dodgers, Padres, and maybe Red Sox. Yeah, maybe.
1: I I wouldn't even say the White Sox but That's, but that's, that's what I'm saying. You. Like, uh, I know an AL team right now. That's like. <laughs> that's what, I think. This was so exciting about this year. Nobody knows who's the favorite.
0: I don't um, think there is one set favorite. You could you could tell yeah, it right it's now. It's a tie. It's a tie between Padres and Dodgers. Yeah, I mean this is just. I mean the reason why I think like am going back to why I think the Nationals are you know blowing it up is they also traded their closer Brad Hand.
1: Yeah, he's um, going to. Earlier too. today,
0: to the Blue Jays, like they don't have a good bullpen now. Um, the only other good, really, really have Daniel Hudson is is a you know apparently in trade talks now too. Like to me, the Nationals are just they're blowing it up. To I
1: mean, move on to this, to move on from this, how what is what happening in Chicago right now?
0: Yeah, that's. That's another, you
1: know, kind of. Oh, the past three weeks, all we've been hearing is, you know, is this the last time the the big three in Chicago are going to play with each other? Obviously, now with Rizzo being gone, there's two left. But yeah, where I mean, What what happened to Chris Bryant? Did he die? Yeah.
0: Like I yeah. mean, this
1: was he was supposed to be the first one to go. I thought mm-hmm. that that was that was all said and done. I thought he was going to be the first one to go, and he's he's still hanging in the loop. I mean, he, they got to tomorrow to trade him, but.
0: I mean, I thought, I mean, the Cubs were the team that I thought would, like, blow it up first. I mean, earlier today, uh, they traded um, a relief pitcher, Ryan, their best. This is one of their best relievers. uh, Ryan Tapara to the White Sox basically traded him right next door um, for not really anything. And then you got, I mean, they traded Rizzo. Yankees to make the Yankees even more stacked than what they already are. Um, I mean, what Rizzo, I mean, kind of going into this, like, Rizzo and the Yankees, like, can we talk about this lineup that they're about to have right now? I mean, like, think about the outfield, first off. Let's talk about the outfield. They have three outfielders that can hit plus home runs in a year easily you got Stan you got Judge and you got Gallo I mean if you're a pitcher what do you do against that (laughs) like there's nothing you can do especially in a ballpark where it's hitter friendly like come on there's
1: I think we're t- you you're putting two lefties in. You you look at the lineups in the past with the Yankees. You see a very heavily favored left-handed batter's box because of you know the short porch yeah. yeah, in and right, right left field. How yeah, you just added two of the best left-handed power hitters in the game to to a lineup that's already like. It's already there. Now, are they going to show up? I think that's
0: the biggest question. Is this lineup going to show up like it's supposed to? I have a feeling that Rizzo and Gallo, to me, I don't think they're both going to do good. I feel like one of them's going to struggle. I don't know which one it is. I want to say Rizzo because so like, okay, I was looking into statistics this season. Gallo hasn't been striking out as much this year. He's been putting the ball in play. And when he's been putting the ball in play, he's hitting flyouts. Well, we know flyouts carry in Yankee Stadium. So, you know, Rizzo, you know, yes, he has pop, but he tends to ground out a lot. So, I mean, I feel like Gallo might do a little better Rizzo. At least I hope so. But, I mean, if they both do good, then, I mean, I'd be one happy camper.
1: I think looking back at the Cubs situation here, I think it's I think you have to blow it up at this point. I mean, yeah. ba- Baez wants over two hundred million dollars right now, and I <laughs> yeah, you can't, I you like can't give it contract. to him. Yeah. You cannot give it to him. I love Baez to He's been one of my favorite players for for a while now. Um, ever since the 2016 World Series. He's not worth $200 million, though. But he's not worth $200 million in my book. I love him death, but he's not $200 million in my book. I, I can't, I can't give him $200 million if the cops.
0: The bats you have... too
1: inconsistent. I mean... And now a, now you... a Riz ago, Brian definitely doesn't want to stay.
0: I mean, I've been hearing rumors that Brian might go to the Phillies. So, like, I was kind of waiting Lord. to hear that news. Wouldn't that be something? Well, because the rumors that I was hearing was like, so, you know, obviously the Phillies got third baseman right now, Alec Bone, who's, you know, like 23 years old, and he's like, you know, one of the really, like, good prospects in baseball right now. Um, I I was hearing that, you know, maybe a package can be together with Bone for Bryant and maybe, like, Craig Kimbrell.
1: That would would be a sweet deal for the Phillies. You would have to, you would have to take.
0: Yeah, but the fact that that hasn't happened yet, kind of, you know.
1: I think you're you got to be scared as a Cubs fan right now that no, now that Rizzo is gone, and he's the first one out.
0: Dark hole again.
1: You have to get rid of these guys now because they're not staying, and especially if you're not going to give 200 million to Baez, they're definitely not staying. You have to get rid of these guys today. I mean, tonight or tomorrow. There's. There's no exceptions. You have to get rid of these guys and get something before they both walk next year and, you know, you're left in a hole.
0: You know, I just... You're, I are back to another 108 years without a World Series. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I just look back. I mean, I know... I know I'm going back to the Dodgers a lot here, but... I think people are forgetting uh, about four hours ago today. They also acquired Danny Duffy from the Royals. A left-handed starting pitcher so I mean the Dodgers literally do not have a weak spot at this point like, but this
1: is also why they've been they've been in the playoffs every year for past year for, for I mean the past yeah, 10 years
0: forever it feels like
1: they don't they don't have any weak spots usually they don't it is just a matter of them showing up playoffs and last year they they fixed
0: that what what really, you know, this Trey Turner trade, you know what it does show me? So, Dodgers right now, they have a second baseman slash shortstop, Gavin Lux. You know He was one of the top prospects in baseball last season. You know, he's been his bat's not really there. So, they're trying to develop that. But, like, what does this mean for Gavin Lux? Does does he go back down to the minors? Or is he going to get traded later? Like, what? I don't the Dodgers are just so loaded, especially in division that doesn't need a DH. So, like, since they don't have a DH, like, you're gonna have a guy coming off the bench who could be like a star on any other team. Like that—that just—that's just, just mind blowing to me.
1: They like, talk about having extra bases, though. You're taking two kings of extra bases and stolen bases. Now, that's Mookie Betts and Trey Turner. Hey. Like, you're a catcher, I would hate.
0: I would hate to be a catcher. Yeah, i mean, like, you That throwing would them out. suck. You're not throwing them out, especially like in the playoffs. Like, okay, let's think about it this way: three targets for I everybody at this point. Posey's a great catcher, but I mean, he's getting older. His arm's not there like it used to be. So Posey's gonna have to deal with that. Then you got the Padres. I mean, third catchers. I mean, what, Austin Noble? I mean, he's all right, but like. <laughs> It's like you're you're gonna be scared as a catcher to go up against this team. I mean, I mean, think about the speed they got. You got Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, Chris Taylor. Uh, I don't even tell you AJ Pollock. Like, there's so many like threats on this Dodgers team. That I, there's just no. If the Dodgers or Padres don't win it this year, I'm gonna be shocked. I'm gonna be shocked.
1: Yeah, I don't see where there's a there's a obvious hole in the dodgers. I don't see it. I mean the only thing is, you know, if the baseball god's in favor of them
0: or not. <laughs>
1: I think yeah, that's the point, only thing holding them back.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah, that's just well, I mean we, this for a while. I mean I wanna move on or go back to a regular schedule programming, so to speak. Um I mean we talked about Rizzo to the Yankees. Um I want to talk about this one trade I feel like I kind of got swept under the rug in the mix of all this you know Joey Gallo uh, Rizzo trades Um, Cesar Hernandez the White Sox I mean I don't know if you know much about this trade but I mean this this is a really good trade for the White Sox I mean their bat gets their bats get five times better with Cesar Hernandez
1: oh yeah for sure and then you, you add that little infield with Tanner Anderson, plus, plus the two great bats that they got, and all right, the hitting, I mean, because the, the White Sox lead just about every hitting category you can think of right now. Yeah, like, and, they, and they added another bat to that. I mean, the, the White Sox are, are very a, a team that everyone's going to sleep on this year in the playoffs because they haven't met anywhere near this level in years, but now all of a sudden they're, they're right where they need to be. I think the only team really that can give give any of these NL teams a, a run, I think it's got to be the White Sox.
0: Yeah, I mean, and this trade makes sense for the White Sox because you got you're acquiring Cesar Hernandez, and he he's going to be replacing Nick Madrigal. Pretty sure they Nick Madril. He's a second baseman. He was absolutely raking for the White Sox this year, but you know. Earlier this year, unfortunately, he suffered a season-ending injury, torn hamstring. So since then, they haven't really been able to have a solidified player in that spot. And Cesar Hernandez brings you that. I mean, the guy—he's—I don't—I I think he's batting like close to 300 this year. Um, I mean, this guy is just—he's one like hes one of these guys that just get on base. He's not going to kill you with just power. He's not going to, like, get you a ton of triples or, like, doubles. He he's he gets on base. He gets you singles. He gets you doubles here and there. He
1: passes he, it on to the next guy. And that's yeah. the, the only thing that matters, especially when you're at that second base and you're a contact hitter, giving the bat to the next guy and allowing him to drive you in.
0: Yeah, I mean, the White Sox got Eloy Jimenez. Uh, he came back this week, and they also got Luis Robert. uh um, about to come back as well, I mean, people need to, you know, start waking up, White Sox, when they get healthy, this is gonna be pretty, it's gonna be fun to watch, I'll tell you that. Um, the, there's a couple, um, people that I'm also surprised haven't been traded yet, um, how is Trevor Story still in the Raji's at this point, is what I'm wondering. Like, what are the Rockies asking for? Because, so, a report came out earlier when the Yankees got Rizzo that um, they were trying to get Trevor Story, but eventually they got Rizzo, and now they are completely out of the conversation with Trevor Story. And, I mean, we see what the Yankees that, have given, You know given. what
1: that tells me? Yeah. That means the Rockies wanted somebody... Really badly, and I'm not talking about prospects. I'm talking either Aaron Judge, Stanton,
0: something just absurd that would make something. no sense. Exactly. You know, like,
1: I, there was there was talks earlier in the season that you know Judge could have could be out of New York. I mean, it was obviously crazy, but you know, having the down near the Yankees have I mean, obviously everyone was panicking. I, I just. Uh, At the end of the day, what
0: happened to the Yankees this year? I'm blaming it on Aaron Boone. Yeah, he needs. I mean, again, I am a Yankees fan. I'm biased, but I don't like Aaron Boone. I think he's a god awful manager. He's really bad when it comes to, especially pitching situations. I mean, he—I don't know what he does. I mean, he doesn't bring what what Joe Girardi brought years ago. Yeah, like pitching matchups or anything like that. Like it just seems like he just doesn't care. Like like okay like for example say like okay say it's the world series and the yankees are facing the dodgers right yeah cody belliger left hand at bat instead of going lefty lefty he'll probably bring in a righty like what are you doing like he wrecks against righties why that's i just don't i don't understand but i mean you're right i'd blame it on Aaron boone if if the yankees don't make it to the world series this year um, but I mean, back to this Trevor Story thing. It's like, what are the Rockies asking for? Because I mean, over the last 24 hours, we've seen how much the Yankees have given up. They've given up half their farm system. So like, what are the Rockies asking for? Like, that's but what the I'm-
1: Rockies are even asking for a star in return, or they're they're asking for you know the best prospects. Well, I mean, the Yankees obviously don't have it anymore because they literally just gave it all away for Gallo and
0: rizzo yeah because as of right now yankees only but have like what, two top
1: prospects but the yankees
0: can't be the only one got in for trevor story right now well yeah apparently the padres uh, before they got adam frazier a few days ago uh they were trying to get story and apparently play him at center field but um obviously it didn't work out because they got Adam frazier instead and the padres came out and even said that the rockies were asking for too much so like what are they asking Look The Padres. Why are you asking for another star? Dead last. That's just—it just doesn't make sense to me.
1: Oh no, I I get where they need to get Trevor Story out of there. You know, they need to blow that team up. But I mean, you can't can't expect to if you're going to trade into a contender. You can't expect them to give too much up. And I, I understand, I think where the Rockies are coming from, trying, you know, you know, make it right and give it to a, you know, a team that's built to make playoff run. But if you're, if you're giving it to, giving it to a team with a playoff, ready for a playoff run, you're, you not, you can't expect to get too much out of them because they're trying to make playoff runs, so they can't give up too much.
0: Man, I mean, that's, I agree with you. Um, before, before we get out of here, I want to cover two more stories. They're pretty short. I just want to mention them. Yeah, I don't want to sweep them on the rug because um, they could turn out to be pretty, pretty, you know, big trades. Uh, earlier today or yesterday, the Brewers acquired Eduardo uh, Escobar, third baseman from the D-backs. Um, Brewers were really struggling to get a corner infielder with a good bat. Um, Escobar has been hitting well this year, but in the past, he's shown that he could easily hit like 280 and like 20 home runs for you. So, I mean, this trade for the Brewers. They didn't really give up much either, so I mean it's a good trade for the Brewers. Um nice corner infielder, nice bat. Hopefully it, you know, gets some out of that tough NL at this point. Um
1: Oh this is a this is definitely a big boost for them for the Brewers and this is another team that no one is really thinking of either, partially probably because um Kirsten Yonch isn't having an MVP season like he usually does. So obviously they're not they're not in the talks, but they're still
0: first place in the NL Central right now. I mean, the essentials also like not that well either. But you know, so that that's a pretty good trade for the Brewers. You know, but this
1: is like. also a team that's still you know a couple pieces from the winning. Well, they have yeah, they so. have a very solid bullpen still. You know, they have a, a an okay starting lineup. I wouldn't say, even say subpar. I would say they you know they're either average or above average starting rotation. Yeah, I said slightly above. And, then, and they just added another grab that to, a, to an already pretty good lineup. I mean, this is just a team that that is just waiting for it to come together.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that it does because I'm not a Brewers fan, but I've always, like, wanted to see the Brewers just do good because, I mean, during the Ryan Prawn days, like, I just watched them kind of waste his career, and I'm just, like, I'm kind of ready to see the Brewers do something. Um. But And the last story I want to cover before we get out of here is um, the Mariners, they've been doing a lot of weird trades. I mean, they traded their best bullpen piece yesterday to the Astros mid-series with the Astros. It's kind of funny. Um, But then they replaced him with another good reliever from the Rays with Diego Castillo, so I, I wouldn't really see it as a, you know, them buffing up their bullpen. I kind of just see it as Maybe that trade wasn't so good. Let's get somebody else to kind of trade. Um, I mean, Diego Castillo doing good this year. He's, he's a pretty good pitcher. I mean, nasty stuff out of the bullpen. I and mean, I hope. Mariners are kind of also one of them teams where it's like, I want to see him do good, but their front office makes you question that too much. So,
1: I mean, that's kind I mean, of... I think the big question is what Diego Castillo had in there what is going on in, with with the Rays right now? I mean, obviously, they're still in contention. They are, they are currently second in the AL East right now. I think this is sort of a, a, a move piece that they're not really too worried about and probably won't hurt them in the future, but could end up hurting them when if they need it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's very hard to kind of take in what what is happening in Tampa Bay with, with the whole pitching rotation because they, they haven't I'm pretty sure they haven't figured out but it just seems questionable from, from a fan's view versus what they see in the front office
0: yeah um, I mean yeah it's I don't really know what to think about it but I mean hey if the Rays and Mariners are trying to do something they're going about it differently than everybody else I can not say that much um I mean, before we get out of here, I mean, is there any other story or details that you want to add? I think before we leave, I think the big
1: question is, you know, we're thinking about some teams that really haven't been pulling the trigger that much. You know, obviously with the Cubs pulling with Chris Bryant, the Phillies really haven't made any big-time trades either. They're they're really competing. I mean, them, the Mets, I mean, they're not really – those guys are competing for the NL East right now. You know, the Braves, I mean, I know, you know, obviously they don't have a Cooney anymore this year. You know, they maybe try to add some depth there at the right fielder position or, and just add depth in the lineup and not completely give up on the season.
0: Yeah. It, it's crazy how the only team that's made moves, like significant moves, is Our match. teams that really didn't need to make moves, I believe. Yeah, like
1: I think this is what i was seeing right the stove is definitely hot but we're not seeing any big time trades for teams that really need them. the Dodgers I don't think the Dodgers needed Scherzer and Turner now is it obviously it's a huge huge upgrade that's put them you know almost unbeatable but the teams that really needed Scherzer or needed Turner or you know Story I mean obviously with the with the Story situation is. mean the Rockies are asking too much, but I mean, but I'm really talking about you know the Phillies, the Braves, the Mets. I mean that then whole like that whole middle top in the middle of the NL East isn't really making big moves right now. Like I thought they would here at the trade deadline. You know the Astros. I mean I think the Astros are pretty much set, but I thought they would maybe move a couple pieces here, try to give them an edge um, towards the end of the year, but. I guess, you know, some of these teams haven't locked in that, you know, this is this is
0: what they want. This is the
1: team they're ready to make forward
0: and to make a playoff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I really thought the Mets and Phillies would be doing something right now, but, I mean, it's like I'm like, it might not. I don't, but, I don't you know, know,
1: as we've seen in the past couple of hours, you know, anything could happen.
0: And, yeah, that's very true.
1: I mean, we could very well see something happen between now and 12 o'clock tomorrow, so.
0: Yeah. But, and that that basically covers what's going on before
1: I leave I, I got one thing to say as a okay, baseball fan right now keep your eyes and ears open because something is bound to happen that is it being talked about there's no rumors
0: yeah. it's there's
1: something always that's gonna end up happening this is what time to be a baseball fan right now this is yeah, the Caleb. A, peace out guys
0: yeah I got a I got a very big feeling that this is something really something else really big is going to happen but that's that's everything guys um we're going to be back we'll be making podcasts uh, consistently again um if you've got any feedback or comments you want to leave go ahead and leave them down and this has been nathan caleb from the next Up podcast and we'll catch y'all next time peace